What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle car! Hey, me, hey! You think you could do a 9 a.m. Sunday football game every week? College football game? Uh, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. It's like London. Probably not. Remember one? I, I, got, I got up this morning, though, at... About six thirty on a Sunday morning, and had—I mean, I was on my couch by the time the Masters started. I'll tell you, I what guess I, it had already started, but I was ready. I'll tell you what I could do. I could do the Masters twice a year. I—I I definitely could. I got up one with fans. Out of the last one four days, I've—I've I've gotten up before six a.m. twice, and then on a Sunday in the six a.m. hour, which is just not normal. No. All for the Masters. That's—it's now. I mean, I was in line to make a little money, but I still would have done it probably no matter what. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, you just get up 7 a.m. Dustin Johnson was on, like, the third hole at 7 a.m. How do you beat that, guy? That's why, the, I guess, the UCLA-Cal game didn't feel quite that weird because the Masters was going. <laughs> it felt pretty It was, weird. like, just weird shit's going on. Whatever. I, I got out of bed, went straight to the couch, got a blanket, just laid down on the couch at, like, 7.30 and just turned, turned the t- both TVs on, waited for the college football game to start and started watching the Masters. Had a nap just, by, like, 10. You just never know. Yeah, watching the NFL. The, well, the the NFL in the morning was trash. Well, I so. forgot about it. I didn't. I was. I didn't even flip to an NFL game or red zone till like ten thirty. The cow get worked. I honestly didn't watch much of the game. I gave up on it after it was. They were getting their butt kicked. Yeah, got you. In their defense, I think like nobody practiced for a week, and uh, they hadn't played they didn't a game know, yet. They didn't UCLA know their opponent. A game. UCLA yeah. didn't know their opponent either. But UCLA had played a game. Got you. You know. Yeah, but anyway. not fair. Not fair for anybody. Yeah, n- nothing. It's uh, that's the that's the phrase of the year, John. Not yes, fair it's for the anybody. Theme of uh, we got to get a, a our restaurants. They're shutting down restaurants in Northern California again. I'm gonna tweet something out. If you, you got it, people DM us. We got to help push people go get pickup orders. I know in San Francisco, the House of Prime Rib was like, I'm gonna have to fire everybody. The holidays are right around the corner, and I don't, you know, it's gonna get shut down that for might a be while. A good takeout so. option right there. 
Yeah, that why well, I, I followed them on uh, social media. They have like prime ribs for pickup. So a- anyone restaurant in the restaurant business, hit us up with DMs. Yes, we did help. that for a while for several months, and it was very good. We got a pizza out of it. Yeah, <laughs> that pink onion. They named a pizza after us, Matt. So uh, absolutely, hit us up. We'll uh, we'll start giving out local restaurant love again. Podcast brought to you by Ease dot com promo code ham. Ease dot com promo code ham, John, or Ease ten. Yep, promo code E-A- for return users. Yeah, E-A-Z-E dot com. Pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, topicals, you name it, they have it. Go to their website, E-A-Z-E dot com. Check out whatever you need. Best cannabis delivery. It's the Uber Eats of weed. They deliver it to your house, to your apartment, to your condo, to your ranch, wherever the hell you live, all over California, Northern California, Southern California. Promo code HAM, first-time users. Get that little discount, $20 off, $50 or more. If you've already used that, we want you to keep using the product. Ham 10, get you a 10% discount. Use your moms, use your brothers, use your wives, use your roommates. Think outside the box. That's what us uh, millennials do. Uh, just And get yourself some uh, some cannabis. Absolutely. Just got to be 21 or over. You get verified online in minutes. Then you start looking. A vast array. You browse. You buy. It gets delivered to you in minutes. Bam! Number one in America. Do it! Cannabis on delivery platform. Hammer hand ten. Games games change. Game has you see changed. Five new state. Five new states. Oh, welcome uh, aboard, everybody. Oh, opened uh, THC now legal. Welcome to the party. You see Oregon. Oregon went above and beyond, John. Oregon, yeah, Oregon's like meth. You're in. <laughs> uh, podcast also brought to you by mybookie.ag. The promo code is ham one. You could find both of us there this weekend. I just suffered an incredible heartbreak before this podcast. Moments before. Have you ever seen Scott Van Pelt's bad beats? Yeah, I have. (laughs) You just suffered a bad beat. Bills plus one and a half. What a disaster! (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, a hail mary. At least, but if you are going to get beat, like to me, sometimes when you get these lucky. Remember a couple weeks ago that Rutgers pitch play and ended up getting called back. You're Mm -hmm. like, oh my god. Kyler Murray, who we'll talk about a little later, might be the MVP. DeAndre Hopkins, at least at least you got beat by the two best players on the field or two of the best players on the field, right? It sucks. Doesn't I'm not taking it away. Better, I'm be honest with you. It, but I, I just think there's a level of, you know what? I it just it happened. Took I also put some money on. I put them. I thought I put them in a parlay, and it turns out I didn't. I, I had Seattle lost that one. Niners. I had, I like had nine the, and a half. How about the Raiders? I didn't deserve this one. The over on fifty one. Well, it Drew Locke's like, throwing like seven picks. It guy. looked dead, and then Locke gets him down to the red zone with like a minute left, and then he throws a red zone interception. One thing I will not do anymore is put money on two teams if they are associated in the game: the Chargers or the Broncos. Like mm. I'm out on those. Two I like guys. that. But we're Win, burying lose, the lead. Over unders. I'm just not. I'm just not messing with. He, we're burying the lead here. What's Dustin that? Johnson, a double nail for you. Top 10 finish yeah. of the Masters and to win the Masters. Tell us all about yeah, it. I, I, I don't think I've ever hit a outright winner, you know? And the great part about golf, we talk about it all the time. The payout is incredible. Like, I, I got this crazy NFL parlay that I didn't I hit, missed on three of the five games. <laughs> that was like $40 to pay 500 We say it all the time. You bet on a pro golfer, I bet $100, I won 1000 The top 10 bet, which was stealing, I said it like you just look at his history, he's going to finish top 10, was easy money. I just kind of threw, sprinkled it on there. It hit. It felt good. Now, I had put $500 worth of bets on other guys. DeChambeau, 
Bubba's, the Jason Days, the Kisners. I mean, that's that's part of golf. You do have to. It's like a portfolio. You do have to diversify, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it is cool. I mean, I was uh, one nine hundred bucks. It was a fun. Uh, actually, that's... actually, it was it was like eight sixty one on like uh, Friday night. Phil was playing really well. I watched some of his press conferences. He was hitting drives like a stallion. I might have had a cocktail and an edible, and I was like, I think like. He's right. If he just starts making putts, he could win. I check his odds. It was a hundred to one. And remember, he was only four shots back. I was like minus five. Phil. He says he just makes some putts. I'll just throw fifty dollars on there. I accidentally inputted fifty nine dollars. I had to deposit more because I was had zeros. <laughs> so you got to subtract that from my winnings. Uh, Mybookie.ag promo code ham one. That's where we have a lot of fun. You can too. Tell us all about it when you do. We love to see your bets. And remember, you can accept the bonus. If you do, you have to bet the amount. Before you can withdraw your winnings, either way, you can also decline. Use Ham One. We appreciate the credit, and uh, you pay you you win. They pay you, you get paid. You get paid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You it's bet, easy. You win. You know. MyBookie.ag promo code Ham One. The 49ers lost to the Saints. Uh, final score was not indicative of what the final score was at halftime. Four quarter game, it turns out, which is problematic for the 49ers. And uh, we talked a lot about how important this game was going to be going into the bye. Just given the math of the postseason, it did feel like the last sliver of a postseason hope died on the field on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, if you, I got caught up a little bit in the first 10 minutes of the game. I'm like, they're up 10 nothing. Kyle Shanahan, well, you know, throwing some curveballs, throwing some haymakers. And then at the end of the day, when you roll out Nick Mullins, because the defense I thought was playing incredible, they knocked Drew Brees out of the game, you get famous Jamison. But at the end of the day, Nick Mullins, your quarterback. And I'm texting with you, I'm texting with five other people, like, when's it coming? When's it coming? It was coming. And it came. And it fucking hit Malcolm Jenkins right in the hands. You just you just can't win games against good teams with Nick Mullins. Now, you could argue the Eagles aren't any good. You can't win games against bad teams with them either. But you really, like this was, the Saints are clearly not just headed to the playoffs. Like, I'd say there are three or four teams that you go, they could win the Super Bowl. We'll see Drew Brees get an MRI, but they're just the way they're built. I mean, they're good. I mean, they have a $10 million coach. They got star players everywhere. And the Niners gave them everything they have. But Nick Mullins is their quarterback. I, I just, it's really that simple. Now, they got other issues at other places. But, like, to me... Your $25 million quarterback is hurt. He can't play. And you're playing with a backup who is, the more and more he plays, backup, like he's like a marginal backup. Like, is he in the league in a couple years? I'd probably know. It feels like you can't run your offense with him if he's if he's the guy that has to fill in for the starter who runs the entire offense, right? Um, yeah, I. It's weird what, look, because he's not like scared, but he definitely no, but is a little jittery. You know, it's just, it's. It's a weird watch. Part of the problem is that he's very confident, which is not, no, it's a, not a It's actually not a weird watch. It's just not a great. It's, he's just not in, very good. In a, in a lot of ways, though, but he just he just has these plays. And you. It's now we've seen it enough that we know when it's coming. You just know it's coming for the most part when, when they have to go make plays to win. See, I don't think your early read on the game was crazy. Like, they scored the touchdown. They really needed to score another touchdown instead of kicking that second, instead of kicking that first field goal. But they they were, to me, a lot of things just have to go their way. Or the better way to put it is they can't have things go against them. They can't have muffed punts. They got to take the ball away once or twice. You know, against an 11 or 12-1 team. Yeah, you just can't have 
now the like you tweeted this and I think you're right the roughing the passer penalty that it turned out knocked Breeze out of the game so kind of was worth it but I gave it was the worst one I've ever seen you said it's the worst you've and it was it was the worst one I've ever seen because not only did he not pile drive him he fell to the side yeah yeah <laughs> and know? he didn't and the ball was not long gone when he hit him blah 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 they can't have the face mask they just they, there's yeah you can't have a laundry list of things go against you no. if you're even going to have a shot. But my point is, like, early in the game when they were moving the ball and they're up 10 nothing, and I don't think you were wrong about this could be the way they win the game, but they just have to be so buttoned down if Nick Mullins is going to be their quarterback. And, uh, you know, their defense obviously is also not good enough for Nick Mullins to be their quarterback at this point. So Even though their defense, if their offense was really good, would be fine for NFL exactly. standards, right? They just can't have it, both sides of the ball. Yeah. I... It, it just shows you that the moment Jimmy got hurt and was bad this season, like their season looking back has just been over. Right. Because we know this, but when you're living in it, you're like, maybe they can patchwork together. The tried and true formula is you need a good quarterback in the NFL to make the playoffs. Like to me, you need two things to make the playoffs, a good quarterback and a good head coach. Now, sometimes we've gotten by like a couple years ago, like the Bears had that number one defense and they dragged Mitch Trubisky. Like there are some outlier situations but, like, if you have a good quarterback, which the Niners did last year, Jimmy Garoppolo played like a good quarterback, and they had a top-flight coach, you make the playoffs. When you have a good coach and a really shitty quarterback for many games, especially the way the Niners' schedule broke out, like, Jimmy got hurt, and they went into this stretch against, like, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, playoff team, right. playoff team. It was like, see ya. And now it's just it's just over. Like, they're just they're not making the playoffs, which... At one point today, I thought, well, they get to five and five, you get a bye. Like, they're just going to be in the mix for a couple they, more weeks. We, like, we did the math the other day, right? They get to five and five. They still play Washington and Dallas. They still play the Rams. They still play Arizona. They still play Seattle. Like, they would have a lot well, of Well, they, they needed the Rams and Arizona to lose today. And last time I checked, both those teams. They also won. needed both those teams to be worse in the second half of the season than they were in the first half of the season so that they could go nine and seven. So there were so many things. And, and I, you're right. Today's the Saints game is a great example of those. This was the type of game you're going to have to win repeatedly down the stretch. Yeah. You know, one problem is, and that we're a ways away from this, is they can just play really hard right now against the good teams, and they're you know the Rams, probably even Arizona, uh, just because they're not going to be able to score. Seattle. There are going to be a couple games that it's going to not behoove them to win. But they're probably beat Washington. Dallas, who knows? I mean, that's a lot of weird shit before then. But just Washington's a good example of, like, there's going to be better in Washington. Well, you'd think. Actually, I saw Washington came back today on Detroit. Came storming so, back. So maybe I, maybe I, maybe I need like to slow my roll. sixty or something today. Yeah, maybe I need to pump the brakes. Maybe, maybe as long as you keep rolling Mullins and CJ out, you're going to be at a disadvantage every week. Maybe that's just that simple. Yeah, but I do think your overall take is right, which is now we have reached the point in the season where you draw a line and go, it's about draft position. It's about who yeah. you're drafting. Um, and not, I mean, this is, I think, probably obvious to everyone hearing us talk about this. But when you say you need I, Ayuk is killing it. Ayuk's killing it. <laughs> Kinlaw. Yeah. Here we go. He was he was an ass kicker today. Um, just to hammer your point home, I think everyone hearing your point about you need a good quarterback to win gets it. I think most people do. But let me just rattle off the teams that are in playoff position right now. Just think about their quarterbacks as I say these names. Okay. Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Buffalo, Indy, Baltimore, the Raiders, the Dolphins, the Packers, the Saints, the Cardinals, the Eagles. You know, they're they're not liar. 
Tampa, the Rams, <laughs> the Seahawks. At the end of the day, the Eagles, I mean, their guy is in shambles. He does. He's like the highest paid player in the league. You know, I'm yeah, not, but they're, uh, but they're, they're not all, winning because of him. They're no, losing, for sure. but, but yeah. they're also like a tie is what has them in first place in their division. Yeah. So that could easily be Dallas. I saw someone tweeted that Gettleman. Oh, they said it on the broadcast that Gettleman told them, whoever was calling the game that he has been told by countless people this week that they are the best two and seven team they've ever seen. Oh wow. Someone's like, what what a what a hill to bang your the table on. Yeah. That's that's one to go out on, Dave. That's incredible. I didn't hear but, that. But you know, stupid. then I I gotta give the Giants credit. They are. I mean, it's, he might not even be wrong. Like they're playing. Yeah, their the ass question off. is like, what's the list? Who are we even I, I'm glad the Ni- to? I, I, I am glad the Niners aren't, you know, the they are this season, no matter what goes, it's not even about like the record or anything now. I mean, ultimately it is to lead the draft position, but like playing hard and none of that fucking matters, right? Because their goal this year was to get back to the playoffs, make another run. And that clearly got derailed by injuries, which were out of control. I, as we were talking or right, like as the intro was going on, I had t- Twitter still up. Jamichael hasty. Yeah. Broke his collarbone. Oh, on that. I remember. Yeah. So it's just, but it just, it just shows you. No, I mean, you're exactly right. There's none of this like we gotta we gotta evaluate the the system and figure out what's wrong. <laughs> How do you think no. the former trainers all feel though? Well, that medical my staff. defense of trainers guy always is it's so easy and I, I was saying this before these guys got to go, but like no, it's, I, I, it's a joke. I, I, the Eagles, for example. When I say the joke, I mean I'm kidding. Like the whole no, I, I know, but I just I, people are like. We got these guys got to go. But the teams believe that. I mean, we talked about it. They fucking fired everybody. The Eagles did the same thing. Like, I, I just don't believe that the reason you have a million ankle sprains are because of the trainer. But it just it consistently happens. Those guys do get fired. Uh, you talk about a job that's out of your control, like yeah. coaching personnel. Like a lot of that's out of your control, right? An injury, something happens. What happens to the other team? Trainer, I mean, you have no power. You know, you're like, hey guys, I'm just trying to save lives and keep people erect and keep people moving straight. And you guys are always looking at me like I'm the village idiot. Yeah, like you guys want to take re- uh, this little fanny pack and fix and help people. <laughs> do you realize what sport we play? I mean, somebody is hurt moly. literally on every play. Anyway, um, you're right. That is the nice part of this is that there's no big mystery as to why we're here, right? If you're the Niners, there's no you don't look at it and go, God, I, we gotta. Figure out what we're going to do with the coaches. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. What about the players? Yeah, well, get, we, get, I, I, uh, Robert Sala's not going anywhere. Well, yeah, I that's what I mean. Say. You don't have to figure it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I thought was great about the Raider game Sunday, John, was that it wasn't – there was no drama to it. It was just what it was supposed to be. Well, there was drama if they were going to hit the over at the end of the game, but they didn't. Um. That was on Drew Locke. But it was just, this is what a good team does to a team they're better than when they're acting like a good team. It was, from beginning to end, there was never any doubt as to what was going to happen in the Raider game, right? I, guy, they are poised to go 5-1 and one in this division. I mean, right now, they do not have a loss. When I say 5-1, and one, like I'm just going to say the Chiefs split, which they do get them at home. But when you look at the other two teams in the division, they are clearly better than the Broncos. Like last week, the Chargers, kind of a weird lineup because, or not a weird lineup, but a weird matchup just because in theory, they can really throw the ball. They didn't really as much today, but like it just it just was a tough matchup. The Broncos, like the Raiders are on a completely different level than them. 
So to me, I just look at that second game, even with week 17, assuming that it matters, and who knows, it, it might not, that they're just better than that. To me, that's a good thing. Whenever you just look at a team in your division, like we're in a completely different stratosphere than you. And really, you are with the Chargers too. They just ha- they just they have a lot of talent. Right. Like the Raiders have way more talent than the Broncos. The Chargers do have a lot of talent. It just doesn't work because of their coach. Like the Raiders are kind of turned into a button-down operation in terms of when they play teams that they should beat, which last year they did not, this year they do. And I just, whether it's their identity, I mean, they just slam the run. I mean, those guys, Josh Jacobs is a stud. Waller dropped a walk. They dropped several touchdowns today. I mean, you and I had the over. We're pound. I'm like, oh my God. I kind of knew it was, uh, like felt jinxed early on in the game. Like this thing ain't hit. I know. Do a couple of the drops. But the other big news today, when you talk about the playoffs with them, uh, Thursday night, Indy got a win. Now, they still could win the division, so we'll have to kind of keep an eye Indy slash Tennessee because we had just talked about Indy. I assumed last week going into that game, like Indy was just going to be the wild card team. I don't know if we can quite do that. They might just kind of battle each other out the rest of the year. The other kind of curveball is like, this Miami team's not going away. Now, the Raiders play both those two teams, but Miami is, I just watched a little bit on red zone. One thing's clear, they are way better than I thought. Like, just Tua's functional, for sure. But that defense, they play hard, they tackle well. Like, I, that's going to be a tough game. Like, the, the Miami Indy are way harder than Chargers-Broncos. But that's why you got to take care of Chargers-Broncos. So, you might end up splitting those games, but if you still get to 10-6 and because you've gone to 5-1 and one in your division, I, I give you credit. Like, because 5-1 and one in the division means... So your other ten games, you just go five and five. You're at ten and six. You're in the playoffs. So that that is that's big, man. Like the Niners last year, they went five and one. Like it, it's a huge. It, it the difference between like four and five wins in your division for a playoff team is a is a makes a huge because it's difference. so easy to give a game away in your division to a team. You're it happens than. all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's not even unnormal. No, you honestly, I hard think to get, hard to season, beat a team twice, John. Yeah, you just expect that. The division winner typically drops a game to one of the second or you know third or fourth teams in the division, like late in the season. You're like, ah, oh, they were they were nine and two, and they're playing you know the team that's three and seven, and they, they beat them on a last second field goal. We see it all the time. Now it still could happen to the Raiders, but going in, I think they'll have a lot of confidence. Like we're just better than we play hard. We're gonna beat these guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing, and we'll we'll, we'll maybe we'll talk about this more in the middle of the week, but. They play the Chiefs this week, and they've beaten the Chiefs. I didn't realize it was Chiefs. We'll see how they play. Like, I like how they play this week. I think once you beat them, we just go. Andy, Andy coming off a bye. Andy coming off a bye. Mahomes is tweeting about the Masters today. Hanging. I was like, is he not playing? Then I realized I checked their schedule. I'm like, oh, they're on a bye. Yeah. Well, he's 301 coming off a bye. I mean, he's fantastic coming off a bye. But once you beat them once, we just go well. You'll split with them, and that that is a win, and yeah. maybe that's true. But how do you? It look is kind at, of a gra- it is kind of a gravy game because you already beat it one hundred percent. But like part of this is just what do you, how do you look when you play them? Yeah. Are you a ten and six team that's beaten the Chiefs and then played them twenty four twenty one or thirty four thirty, or do you have a chance? Do you put yourself in position to win this game potentially? Like I just, you do get a lot of these teams. I mean, you get the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the. Colts, you get all these teams at home. Now, it doesn't matter for the fans. You know, it's not like a huge, but you don't have to travel. It just makes everything easier throughout the totally. week. Here's what I know. If you've beat a team 
I shouldn't then look at you and go, well, that means you're not beating them this time. Well, we, we haven't looked. I If you want to guess the line right now in that game? Yeah. I'll, Are the Chiefs I'll, favored I'll, for sure? I mean, I think they have to be. I'd say Chiefs plus three would be my guess. I think that's a good guess. Yeah. I, do I disagree in any way? Like Chiefs four? It seems like too much. Yeah, if they would have beat him the first yet. time, I would have gone like this. six. Yeah. This, yeah so the Raiders are going to be an underdog. Yeah. But like the, I just, again, Sunday, the fact that they made it uneventful. We talked about this last year. They had some games that shouldn't have been eventful. Not just that you won, that you just looked just, you kicked their ass. Dominated them. It was impressive. I mean, f- four picks. Drew Locke, by the way, I'm going to put him on the other side of the line of like future division uh, superstars in the uh, AFC West. He's not that good. He's a he's a problem for the Broncos right now because you go, Ugh, I don't even really see it. You know, it's not even the dancing or the immaturity, which people were crushing him for dancing a couple weeks ago. I did have some people in the NFL that was texting back and forth with over this over like since the season started. There just is questions in the NFL when he came out mm. about his maturity. And I think you and I talked about that earlier last week, yeah. comparing him. Like, is he going to be there, Derek? One thing Derek had was maturity. You watch him, it's like, ah, eh. Because he does have talent. Like, he has a big arm. He can move. But he, to me, there's something missing. It's just like, ah, eh, something's missing. It might be his team. Part of it, right? They're in, they're in shambles. Just as a franchise, they have they they were on fire for a while, and now they have just been all over the map for several years. Yeah. So what's crazy is they're probably still not even the worst team in their own division, even though they are, right? It's like they I are watch definitely them. I think the Chargers the are better. Division. Yeah. But the Chargers might guy, the Finish Chargers are gonna them. end up. You're gonna the dust's gonna settle and the Chargers are gonna be drafting fourth. I know. Like, how is this possible? And Joey's gonna be like, Well, I didn't play for the last seven weeks. Anthony Lynn's like, I was the coach. Keenan's like, I don't know. I had 120 catches. <laughs> She'll be like, wait a second. Our guy finished like won the rookie of the year award, offensive rookie I, of the year I award. I do feel pretty confident about this. If you took all the divisions and just combined the team, I would like the AFC West chances. Ooh. They just they have blue chippers all yeah. over the place and speed and talent. But they're only gonna have like the Raiders and Chiefs are good. I mean, the Chiefs are really good. The Raiders are a playoff team. The other two teams are going to combine for like seven and a half wins. Well, to me, like, at what? this point, are the Chargers going to win four? They play the Jets this week. They'll win that game. They still play Denver at the end of the year. They, but to me, that's like a coin flip. Who knows? I, you know? I mean, I, they should beat Denver, I think. But you're right. You'd think. You, but <laughs> They lost to them three weeks ago. So I just think sometimes you get yeah. the one, two, three no, Cancuns, right. you know, in Corona. You're like, get me out of this crap. They got the Falcons still. Which they've been one, two, three Cancuning for a couple of years, in the, in terms of results, but they play hard. They are three and one under Raheem Morris. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I it's it, the 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 hierarchy. The, Ra- right now the Raiders and Chiefs the right now yeah. really benefit from their other two franchises that have a lot of talent on both teams. Even the Broncos do have talent. Are just both their organizations are just kind of in no man's land. Directionless, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you what, Middlecoff. I got my shipment from Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM. 
and I am wearing some of the cologne right now. I've been do, doing the body wash, face cream, hand cream, body cream, shampoo, conditioner, face wash, deodorant. I am a oh. Hawthorne man, and you can be too. Hawthorne.com. Oh, sorry. Hawthorne.co. Hawthorne.co. Promo code HAM. Guy, did you use that deodorant, that cologne, and that face wash before you went on national television on Saturday you night? No, I did. Hawthorne.co. You just go to it. You and I did it. We, you take a little quiz. You tell them all about yourself. Oily skin. What type of skin type you have. What type of you know colognes you use. What type of face wash you use. Then they personalize care a package for you. We had it sent to us after we did the deal. It's incredible. I'm wearing the cologne right now just because I wanted to smell good a little earlier. Today. Are you, are you wearing the work or are you wearing the play? Because they give you the one. I'm wearing the play. I'm yeah. wearing the play, guys. Yeah. It's, the, it's the weekend, guy. It's the weekend. I'm telling you, check it out on us. Get yourself a little deal. Special offers for the holidays going on right now. Visit Hawthorne.co. That's H A W. T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. Check special offers, holiday offers, promo code HAM, Hawthorne.co, promo code HAM. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Premium tailored personal care brand, making it easy for you to uh, feel and smell your best. Like you said, John, you do the quiz. It picks it out for you. Bing, bang, boom. Off you go. It's also, do it. I think, a really good gift. So yeah. uh, either way, get on the train Can't recommend with us. enough. At Hawthorne.co. Code ham. Sometimes you know fast, and with Kyler Murray, we know fast. Yeah. Big time. I mean, he's stud. a star. Baller. Superstar. Super stud. Super stud star baller. Future MVP? Sure looks like one. Yeah, I mean, could he win it this year? Well. Because Ru- Russell Wilson was clearly in, uh, I'd say, just cruise control mode. Yeah. He's had back-to-back disastrous weeks. I mean, last week May was not get a vote again this year, John. Really bad. Threw a red zone, a baby zone pick this week. Rodgers on a just play that he could have just run on his own. Russell, yeah. yeah. Rodgers today is, he just hasn't been as good. I just think this guy's thrown himself in the mix. His team's now 6-3. and three. His ru- I mean, he's rushed for... He had eight rushing touchdowns coming into today, and then he ran for two more. So, I... I mean, guy, the guy's just, I'm telling you, I, I think he's Michael Vick, but a much better version. And remember how awesome Michael was those first couple of years? Like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this. This guy's more accurate, but he's just dynamic running the ball. He's more consistent, if they, more if, reliable. If, if they were to win not the division. Not go to federal prison, we don't think. Yeah, no, hopefully not. If they, if they I love that win, we talk about they, Vic, just like from a quarterback standpoint. Yeah, I mean, he just been a couple, but, you know, he came back and. You well, know, I know, but he missed around. NFL seasons. You he know. did. Really an incredible, I mean, just a testament to how incredibly gifted the guy was, right? He he literally was the all-time quarterback in uh, not just, you know, like random prison, uh, Leavenworth. It's like, you say a couple, you're like, San Quentin, uh, Alcatraz, Leavenworth. There's just a couple that like resonate with every human. I was like, Leavenworth? <laughs> I fucking would not want to go. I've heard Michael talk about it in interviews. He's like, it's really intimidating. But this is about <laughs> Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, but look, the problem... Yeah, he's just... He's, he's, he's thrown his hat in the ring. I, I think that's fair to say. His eye test is MVP. When you watch yeah. him, you go, who are the most valuable players to their team? He is in tier one. I'm not saying he's as good as Mahomes, but I'm saying he's as valuable to his team as Mahomes is to his team. 
Now, Mahomes, as we've talked about this week, and he had a bye, so his numbers didn't change, is on a 25-touchdown, one-interception, and his team has only lost a game stretch right now. Oh, forgot about him. Yeah, he's he's now in the lead. <laughs> so so there's that. But I'm not saying he's going to win it. No, I'm I just saying not, he but, really wasn't in the conversation. It's not crazy to think like he would get on Russell's level where he's just like one of the you know leading candidates. Well, is he going to beat Russell on Thursday Night Football when they play? When do they play Thursday Night Football? On Thursday. <laughs> That's a hell of a Thursday night game. They just went to overtime the last time. We saw what that game looked like. Yeah, I'd say if he outplays him, does he pass him? Because he's bringing a rushing element that are we going to look up and is he going to have 18 rushing touchdowns? It's Yeah, I mean, now are they going to win? Because if he throws, well, is if he he throws the- 28-30 and he adds another 20 or you know 15 to 20 on the ground, you know, Mahomes is like, yeah, I threw 45 touchdowns. But he might rush for one. You you had fifteen plus rushing touchdowns, guy. John, are That's... they going to win the NFC West? They've already beaten Seattle once. What if they beat them on Thursday night? I think it's fair to say the NFC West right now. I, I lump all three teams as just like you tell me on a given week. Like I, I don't. I think they have as good a chance as any. Now their defense, they did win today on a hail mary. Like that. That's right. They should have lost. They won today on a hail mary, as you know. You I know. I had them. the Bills plus <laughs> one and a half. Have we mentioned that yet? But I, the guy he threw the Hail Mary to, part of it is like Hopkins has been incredible. Their offense, every time I look up, Christian Kirk's making plays. But it just they, it here's the other thing. Like they Kyler. were they it was I it was they were getting was, their ass kicked. They come storming that back. That kind of felt like it was cheap that the Bills were in front because they had that crazy interception that Fitzgerald kind of flipped it up in the air. Yeah, look, I just know this. I, the, the Russell's numbers are so good just because of his hot start. Rodgers' numbers are fantastic, right? And his team's good. Kyler's past Josh Allen, and I don't even want to know the numbers. I just know when I watch the Cardinals, he is as important to his team as any other player is to their team, including Mahomes, including Russ, including Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that's hyperbole, or do you agree with that? Because before, his team was like, ah, maybe they'll be... But if they're going to be a six and three, if they're going to be a playoff team, now those things matter. Like being the most, being as valuable to your team as Patrick Mahomes is to his doesn't matter when Patrick Mahomes is a playoff team and your team is not going to make the playoffs. I, I think you just, I just look at him so much differently than the other quarterbacks because the other quarterbacks, even Russell is a running quarterback, even though he's kind of not. But I mean, he's a scrambling, like he can move. I just look at his box score, like just his passing box score. With Kyler, you have to look at both. Like, I go down, he had 11 rushes. He averages over five yards a carry today, and then two touchdowns. Like, every week you have to look at multiple spots. I think he is, I think him and Kamara, like, Kamara is not a running back, right? He's like this unique, dynamic playmaker. Yeah, he's what people pretend Taysom Hill is. Yeah, Kyler is a quarterback, but he really is more than that because he brings this rushing element that he's not going to run that many games. Like he's not going to have like 120 yard rushing games. But I bet if we went back and did a study on like all of his rushes, how many are like second and sixes that lead to a first down, a third and five that he scrambles for a first down? Like he has very, very impactful plays with his legs and he's smart. He avoids the rush. I, I, I just think it'll be a massive upset for him to win the MVP just because Aaron Rodgers is such a superstar. Russell, if you were to win this week, but I, this guy has thrown his hat into the ring of superstardom, and he's going to get 
he he probably get some votes, right? It took Russell's into year seven, eight, not even getting votes. Yeah, I think Kyler might get a vote or two this year. And there's a difference between like to me the award conversation is interesting, but we also what's more interesting is just using it as like a tier conversation. And that's not saying you would take him on. I'm not putting him on tier one, but I'm talking about the most valuable player award in terms of the importance to your team. He belongs in that conversation. If we did it like the Heisman and it was like, who's going to make it to New York, right? Where he's been and won. If it was just like, who's going to be at the ceremony? He would, at this point, he looks like they got to keep winning, but he's playing winning football. They would be at the ceremony. He became a superstar really fast. Yeah. Like it, it was like, I thought the guy was going to be good. We all liked him in Oklahoma. He won the Heisman. And then last year, like probably halfway through, we're like, God, oh, this guy's much better than we thought. And then at the end of the year, everyone's like, the offensive player of the, or rookie of the year, everyone's, God, he's pretty good. This year, it's boom, boom. And part of it, and I think Josh Allen is a good example this year, when you, ha- when you know early on you got something, you got to just swing for the fences to help him out. And what did they do? They made a huge trade to get Hopkins, just like the Bills. They made yeah. a huge trade to get Diggs. Both those guys have kind of put those guys into a star-level conversation, right? We thought Diggs had the walk-off touchdown, and then Kyler was able to make the play. Then he's got Lincoln Riley tweeting about him, and it's just, he's a star, and he became a star fast. I, I tweeted Did Lincoln apologize or, for starting Baker over Kyler? Is that what he's tweeting about? No, no, no I don't think he did. I, I texted someone, every game that goes by, Billy has to feel pretty good. Like, I was fucking on this one. Because when he drafted him ninth overall, now it sucks he ended up not getting the player. Yeah, but it I, was I. I knew you. You and I both know people at Oklahoma. They both thought that was extremely bold for his baseball. Billy, Billy attacked that like Larry Legend once did with uh, Paul George. Well, I tweeted like I don't know four or five weeks ago. Like I, I'm confident Kyler Murray was going to be a good baseball player, and some people started tweeting at me like, "Well, look at his average and look at." The, I'm like, "Yeah, his average is good enough. The guy play. The guy's a football player." So I, I think he would have become a better hitter, whatever. Just watch him play. Just watch him play this sport I, and tell I me he would have ve- been good I at feel, that other sport. I feel very confident with this statement. He would have been a big leaguer. Yeah. Now, I don't – hitting is hard. I don't sure. know. Good he would have been a big leaguer. He would have been a big leaguer. I, I would have bet – I'd bet $10,000 right now he would have been a big leaguer. At minimum for like four or five seasons. Now, I don't know how good he would have been, but his floor is the big leagues, right? His, his ceiling – he probably doesn't have power like Mookie, but he could have just been the best defensive player in the league, the best like the best stolen base guy, and just an average hitter, right? He could have been really good. Could have I mean, just been a, just, in the end. Is there an a, is there an athlete like him in baseball? Mookie, Mike Trout, like him? Yeah, I mean, he's Trout. probably faster than both those guys. I'd, I'd be interested. His legs aren't. I mean, that he's immediately long. one of the best athletes in the NFL, right? So he's accounted for. Over he's a, he's basically seventy six percent of Arizona's touchdowns because he's got like you said ten rushing touchdowns, seventeen passing touchdowns. Right, it was eight coming into the game. It was eight coming into the game yeah. rushing. So he's and got he seventeen passing touchdowns. So he's got twenty seven. He's got Kenyon Drake has four rushing touchdowns, second on the team. If I if I was still a Madden guy like I was in my teenage years and even early twenties, they'd be the team I'd play. Have you seen With. the the the? I guess the PF. PS5 and the Xbox just came out. There's there's been a people are going I, I, crazy, John. I did see that uh the Xboxes were yeah, the Xboxes were lighting on fire. They had some problems with oh, the, really? uh, like some people Samsung's? plugging it in and lighting it up. Yeah. Like you know. Sam and his song? Samsung? 
Uh, kind of like my phone's not working either. Uh, Jeff, listener on Instagram, told me uh, he bought, he. I guess you just like, like they're selling out like crazy. He was able to get his hands on a PS5 uh, from like Walmart.com and flipped it for a thousand dollars cash. We're just taking bids and just thousand bucks. I don't know what it sold for, what it sold for. Because somebody five hundred bucks. Who, I thought they were like five. Who five? Four. Okay, that makes sense because from our DraftKings game, guy who got third, who got five hundred bucks, says we just bought him a PS5. Yeah, he won. That uh, was like five oh five. Five forty. Five forty. Fuck, that's a good come up. Five forty. Uh, he said basically thanks for the PS5 money. Burger King's giving them away. I did not. I've been like you, been out of the video game game for a while. But now it's coming back to me like holiday time. They just start putting these things out and people start going nuts. It's crossed my mind a couple times. You know, it's just like the graphics look incredible. The games look awesome. I have just come to grips with, and I, I, I think I can put you in this category too. Without video games, the amount of time I'm able to waste is pretty embarrassing. I don't need other things in my life that I can just throw away lifeless brain cells. I already have that market corner. Like, I'm good at that. Yeah. I, I just, I don't need well, it. Well, the, the beauty of not having the video games, like you said, the wasting time is not a problem. The video game, I would still waste time at a high level, but I would sleep less. Now, at least I sleep. I waste time, but I go to bed at a reasonable hour. Good, good <laughs> For point. For the most part, right? Yeah. So it's like, I've good spent point. the whole day, like, I didn't, just come home for the for those of you you work all day you come home like I just want to you know binge a show or do whatever hang out or whatever it is you do play video game I get it but I'm home all day anyway so I by the time yeah. bedtime comes I'm ready well because to me with a PS5 or the Xbox I'd probably only need two games I would get I would 100% get the PGA Tour game and I'd probably Madden or base I mean I'm a sucker for baseball basketball oh, no, and football no games. shooting games. No, see, I don't. Yeah, those those never did that much to me. Yeah, I think it's more Call of Duty. I now. can never use the two joysticks at once to look up and down and walk left and right at the same time. I'm always getting I, shot like I like Call of Duty or whatever. I'd probably just be more life. likely to play like Madden and have a franchise. Tennis, maybe tennis is highly ten, underrated video yeah. games. Virtua Tennis Dreamcast was was my go to. We had the Tua versus Herbert game, and uh, Tua looked good. Herbert looked good. Just eyeball test. One thing I think is pretty clear. Uh, does Rabel count as Belichick's tree? Because I'm Brian Flores is clearly Belichick. Yeah, I mean, tree. if I think if you play for him for a while, I I, I think he gets considered. He's okay. probably more truly Urban Meyer's tree. <laughs> but I, I think, here, yeah. Here, because then Bill O'Brien hired him. I, I think there's a Patriot. He's viewed as a Patriot. Here's the point. Don't you think? Yeah, he's viewed as a Patriot. Yeah. The Chargers have really good players. The Dolphins organize it. Tua is just, they're winning games, and Tua doesn't have to do any of the stuff Herbert has to do. Like, we thought Tua, when they drafted him, he's going to play for the Dolphins. This could be ugly for a few years. It's the opposite. It's turning into, like, Tua can just kind of take his time, and they're just going to win games that way. It's kind of crazy. It's really impressive. Maybe they believe this internally, whether Tua played or not, that they were going to have a solid team. I think it's fair to say that everyone on the outside, probably including the majority of Dolphins fans, thought they were a year or two away, right? They had all these draft picks from guys 
their their actual good players that they had traded in Minka and in Tunzel, like part of it wasn't this year, it was the next couple right. of years. They didn't just draft a left tackle. They drafted a guy that people were like, well, he's really young, he's gonna need some development. Yeah, even the guys they drafted needed time. Even their quarterback that they drafted couldn't start the first six or seven games. They wanted to give him time. He's coming off a major injury. One thing has really jumped out to me the last two weeks on Tua. And I maybe it's just I'm watching him a little different. He does the little lefty release. The fucking ball comes out fast. He is not like uh, you and I were BSing about Nick Mullins earlier today. It was like, God, it takes forever for the well, ball to thinking, get rid of. Why is he always getting hit as the ball's being thrown? Tua, the, the, even though it kind of it comes around, it goes quick. It's like, woof, and the ball's out. Now, the ball, once it's in the air, I wouldn't say he's throwing like 98-mile-an-hour heaters. But he's throwing fast enough, and the ball's released quick enough, and the rhythm and timing in his offense, like maybe he is the kind of lefty Drew Brees type. Like that is, and he's a little more athletic in, in movement stuff. He, he grows on you every week. Yeah. And then you realize, like, yeah, he, he was a great player. We all loved him in college. And then you just start dissecting it, I think, when a guy gets injured. And then the other two guys, like Herbert is more physically gifted, but Herbert threw a really bad pick today. His. Which is bound those to guys happen because he's got to make so many plays. Yeah, to me, those guys went back-to-back picks. And if you would have told me when the season started, like I would have been like, God, the Chargers are way more suited to kind of hit the ground running for a rookie. ton of talent everywhere. They're going to be solid. It turns out the guy, they're just a, kind of a joke. Not necessarily their players are. Like I watch them, they play hard, they got a lot of talent, but they're going to f- somehow go like 4-12. and 12. Like to me, there are 4-12 and 12 teams like – a team like the Dolphins last year or the Giants or just some bad teams. The Jags aren't going to win many games. Like, you understand it. The Chargers going four or five wins is inexcusable. I mean, it really is. The Dolphins winning nine games is... Tomlin's going to win the award, you'd think. I mean, they're undefeated. I'd have no problem if you told me Brian Flores. If they got to, If they were to make the playoffs, won the Coach of the Year award. Because like Tomlin, we everyone acknowledges he's a really good coach. Whether who even knows that award means that much, but I think for Flores to win it, it would really be like this guy deserved it. Yeah. Coach well, they might get to nine wins in three weeks because they their schedule they play Denver, the Jets, and the Bengals. Those are the next three games, and they still have four games after that against the Chiefs, the Pats, the Raiders, and the Bills. So uh, wouldn't you say worst case they're going to be eight and four? Yes. Just if you go on law averages, they're going to drop a game eventually. That yep. Eight and four. If you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the Miami Dolphins are going to start eight and four, I I, I wouldn't. I would have bet a thousand dollars against you. I mean, I just that's not even believable. Do you? Is that? Am I crazy? Is that even believable when the season started? Not They'd believable. Be eight and four, and they're not eight and four guy. They beat the crap out of like the they're Niners. Doing this with two. Two quarterbacks or Fitzpat- Fitzpatrick's doing all of this? What is going on? I mean, they, on? Do- they dominated the game today. Like they, they play well. It's not like, you know, remember that year with Tebow? I was like, how are they doing this, the Broncos? Yeah. This is like they're kicking the crap out of people. The, the score to me was much closer than the game was. Yeah, look, and and uh, I, I don't, nothing, my Herbert opinion didn't change today, but I think you said this. We did a video a couple weeks ago about Tua. And some Dolphins fans commented on the video, like, you guys don't understand how good our receivers are. These guys don't even know who we have. And i like, okay, I'll be open-minded. Let me go double-check who they have. And the answer is, yeah, we do understand how good the receivers are. They're fine, but you don't have superstar receivers. But I do think the one thing that we I wondered for sure, and I think we just we talked about it, just Tua, would he be able, would his athleticism translate to NFL speed? 
so far what I've seen, the, the answer is yes. Like it is translating. Yeah. So I, I think it's great that he doesn't have to put up big numbers. Like Herbert has to put up big numbers for them to have a chance. And they still can't close this team. Where, where, where I think the organization is going to get a lot of credit. Do you agree on the is, Dolphins receivers, by the way? Yeah, guy. I mean, okay. they're Jakeem Grant, uh, Devontae Parker. Like that's like maybe Grant's better than I give him credit for. But Devontae Parker has been Devontae Parker in the league for five years. Like he's a talented guy. At most, he's probably like a three. Uh, they, they don't have a number one wide receiver, and you could argue they probably don't even have a number two wide I receiver. I think Gusecki is, right? He, he, he's but actually not. decent. But, but, he's, I, not, but I, he's a tight end. Yeah, but I'm saying he's a good wide... He's a, he's a receiving tight end. Yeah. Like, I, I like him. The the Tua thing is... I got to give... like Look at look at the, the way the two organizations handled the kids. One guy was thrust into starting when he was clearly dramatically better than the other guy. But the only reason the other guy started was because he got a punctured lung, Tyrod Taylor. The head coach clearly did not want to throw him in there. He thought that Tyrod Taylor was much better than Herbert, which is insane. It was like, what are we doing? The other situation, Fitzpatrick actually was good. Like, Tyrod Taylor would (laughs) die to be as good as Fitzpatrick. But, like, they slow played it. In fairness, I was against it because... I said, well, you guys, he's he's healthy enough to you, but they slow played it, they slow played it, they slow played it, they waited till the bye. Like, it, it was kind of a clinic on not letting the outside noise, doing the right thing. The Chargers, then, that kind then, of symbolizes the franchise. Then you kind of played your way into what seemed like a more difficult decision, even though we didn't think, you know, we did, we thought, yeah, it's easy. It's time to go to Tua. But they did. They were winning games. It makes it hard to sit down Ryan Fitzpatrick and tell him you're not starting anymore. It just feels like a very well thought out sure. business operation. Could have traded them the, and chose not to. Just like let's keep them around to a where the Chargers they, they would get credit of just like most impressive seasons. Like if that was an award, the Dolphins would probably be one right now. If you just went like biggest joke this year, it feels accidental. Yeah, I mean the Jets probably have the market I mean, corner there, accidental. but the Chargers ain't far behind them. No, you could put the you could say, listen, I watched the Jets. These guys suck. The Chargers have two more wins than the Jets. Like you could argue they're equals when you just factor in all things being relative. Yeah, and you would just look at it and go, "Wait, you guys saw these guys practice next to each other and didn't go with this guy?" Yeah. Which at the time I had from the outset, I was like, "Okay," but that was clearly wrong. I'm buying Dolphin stock, guy. Well, we talked about them last week because they were what were they like a three three and a half point favorite this week and i, I said, didn't i didn't realize i didn't I realize the schedule god how are they gonna miss the playoffs well the well it's just it's, back into the schedule yeah the back in their schedule and just cleveland six and three and t- like the six and three teams are good like the afc playoff race is good right it's it's but the difference though guy is so you just listed off those three teams if they were to get to nine and three the raiders for example play the chiefs Boom, for sure. already, well yeah if they get to nine six and, three, and four yeah but like you said, but they could be nine and three and finish ten and four, which would be incredible, or ten and six. But even like okay, they get so they're at nine and three after the Bengals game. Then they play the Chiefs nine and four. They're better than the Patriots. Ten and four, yep. the Raiders, and then the Bills. So I guess they could lose out, but they would get That's to ten, 10 and six. Yeah, I know. But it's just Cleveland, Tennessee. Like it's just this is a good. This is the NFC race is good. Kinda because it's it feels like everyone's gonna make it in some way in the NFC, right? Like the yeah. if you go look at the NFC standings, like 
there's a it's lot. It's basically seven teams. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like perfect. In the AFC, it's nine. It's Tennessee, Cleveland, Miami, Vegas. Two of those four teams are not making the playoffs. Well, at any moment, we know with the competition committee, they'll be like, actually, we're just going to do 10 playoff teams a conference. Let's yeah. just, uh, play, it's fine. just play playoff games in January. It's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. like, treat it like bowl <laughs> games. Yeah, just If you're 500, shit, you can just, be in. Let's just keep playing games. Let's keep making money. Oh, what a good week it was on DraftKings promo code HAM in the Haberman and Middlecoff League. Sign up. Use the promo code HAM when you sign up at DraftKings. People have been coming and joining and joining and joining. The Haberman Middlecoff League, we have so much fun. 150 people, 20 bucks a pop. What did first place pay this week in our Masters DraftKings game? 670, I Woo! think. Uh, you were right there. On you were in fourth place, like early set. I mean, yeah, fourth place. That's a moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a couple like three, four hundreds next to my name. I was like, oh, I'm getting greedy. I'm getting greedy. And then my guys Hideki, Justin Rose just started bogeying holes. It's hard, and it it is a exhilarating experience. Guy, I was winning money on my bookie, and once you just get like, oh, I'm just gonna win a thousand bucks or whatever. All I cared about was the DraftKings. I'm like, what is Shane Lowry doing? Is Shane Lowry doing something? There is nothing like fantasy golf. I told you that was a bad pick, and it was a good pick. Well, he he came through over the weekend. Uh, DraftKings, download the app. We'll have a football one this week. Uh, It really... I've always been an anti-fantasy my whole life until I got involved with DraftKings, and now it's just like... I. It it is very, very enjoyable. Makes you root for guys that you wouldn't even care about. Mm -hmm. I I do get it now. I I didn't get it for a long time, and then... you just become in with certain guys. You become mad at certain guys. You become like, I want to get a part of that guy the next time around. Download the DraftKings app. I mean, the, we'll have another Masters in about six months. NFL game this week. You right. want to, uh, what do you think, an NF- 100 guy, 100 person NFL game this week? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Play a little NFL. Um, the great thing was, I, I, fin- I don't, honestly, I, you know, I was on the other end of the spectrum. I was not checking. Did you, did you pick Bryson? Well, I had yeah, I did take Bryson in our game, but then I had a couple other lineups. I entered a game that the uh, first place wins a hundred thousand dollars. Daddy was yeah. trying to get a Porsche, and uh, I I won thirty bucks. But uh, so I got a mini mini Porsche. Br- Bryson did not have a bad uh, DraftKings week. Well, he scored the more points that than won me money in one of the other games. Did not had Kepka instead of him in it. And and DJ. Oh yeah, absolutely. I own, I own. You had it. to have DJ to win money. I picked DJ one hundred percent of the time in DraftKings, and uh, I think so everyone in our top twenty had DJ. I mean, he was just <laughs> he was thirty more points than the he next had like guy. Like forty three percent ownership or something like that. But anyway, we have yeah. a great time. Get in our league if you have any trouble finding it. DM one of us on Instagram, and we can help you. We can get you the link. Uh, but you should be able to find it. We post the link all over the place, and uh, yeah, get in the Haberman Middlecoff League, and then. Um, it's always fun. funny when someone DMs me like, I can't get in your guys' games. Like, guys, we both link it on Instagram. So if you're DMing me on Instagram, I, we've just all put it in link. our stories. It's there. Yeah, just click the link. It's in the DMs. Yeah, it's go in through the, our old uh, tweets. The it's all link. there. Yeah, fine. Well, we're here to help. So we want you to be involved. Yeah, we got you. We'll keep we'll keep linking them. Wait, what did you think of the – we talked about a little bit the other day. Uh, uh, the Masters without fans was – they're quiet anyway. The patrons, yeah. excuse me. Patrons, yeah. I don't patrons. want to get banned. I don't want to end up on a master's blacklist because I don't say patrons. One day, maybe I want to get in there. Um, Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, maybe you can recommend me. But uh, sponsor me. But I, it, it was really cool to see the course in like a totally different way this week. 
I thought the course was a big winner in the sense of I didn't quite understand. I've I've known a couple people that played there, and they say the one thing the Andre undulation, Godala. yeah, the 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 like uh, <laughs> the hills, the ups and downs. It, the TV doesn't do it justice. I think part of the reason it doesn't do it justice is because like the fans mess with the the way you view it without the fans covering maybe it up just, just by standing there. Yeah, know. I also I, I read. They, they did some different shots because they just had more space to work with. There were not as much, like the camera guys could go wherever. They could get better views of shots. And it was clear, like, God, the ball's in these crazy spots. I, I feel like I know the course 10 times better than I ever did. Uh, I thought it was really cool. I mean, I was just, I was absolutely locked in. It really, it wasn't that exciting the last two days. I mean, it he, he tied the scoring record right. He just basically beat the shit out of everyone. He had a couple moments Sunday morning where he got a little loosey-goosey early, but he's just, he's like the Belichick of golfers. Even when he's struggling, it doesn't, you don't see it on his face. You don't like other guys. You're like, oh, he's getting a little tight here. He's like, he's, Rom's, Rom's about to helicopter a club. JT gets very boisterous. Even answer hit a few shots. It was like, oh, he's not going to make a move. Yeah, no. I think DJ is just. I like answer. I think in my lifetime of like 20 plus years watching golf, Tiger's the best player I've ever seen. Phil's the second best player I've ever seen. I think DJ's pretty clearly the third best player. Rory's had some moments and he still has the talent, but like the only other guy who would be in the conversation is Spieth, but Spieth can't hold DJ's jock as a talent. And and DJ and to me is run like a, wasn't hasn't been long enough. Yeah, and, and and we'll see. And he's I know he's won more majors, but DJ DJ's winning majors, right? I mean, he just DJ's a dominant, dominant that, To player. me, that... And I actually think he's coming into his own right now. I'm with you. I, uh, why wouldn't you bet on him in every other major for the foreseeable future? He's... Do you remember, like, it used to be a thing that he... I'm doing air quotes. Cho- would choke... Like, he was... Had some big yeah. opportunities. Well, he, 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 he did. I'm in the Chambers Bay when he putt. three-putted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, three-putt. But... Felt like he's just... Uh, he, Even though he's putting for eagle, remember? He's such a good putter, John. He hammers the ball so he can hang with everybody. He's so accurate. His driver is just. When does he ever have one of those where he's pointing left or right? Feel he like never, never does. Rom and JT have that all the to, time. To me, for a guy who you kind of think of Bryson as just like too. a masher, he is such a good. I don't even know what the putting stats are. I just know he. I am so confident in him no matter the distance. I mean, he's just fantastic. One thing I don't think, unless you've stood by him, he is a massive human being. That too. Even Tiger, who Tiger's pretty big. When Tiger put the jacket on him, he towered over him. Which and the one thing, for example, Bryson, who everyone's going to shit on him, as someone that went up against guys that had him in fantasy, his fa- he had a better fantasy week than Kepka. Like he he had more birdies than Kepka. His problem was he had some blow up holes, but yeah. like it kind of worked. And there were a couple times over the weekend where they'd go into Bryson and they'd be like, oh my God, he's got a pitching wedge here. How long's the hole? 600 yards. It's like, it it had its moments that, but Bry, look at what Bryson had to do. I, I think he said this week that he's up his protein shakes. He said he's going to try and get bigger. He said that in his post game or post round. DJ just is big. <laughs> he just, well, he's just, he's just a blue chipper yeah. size wise. They And everyone's happy to like, um, uh, Somebody said, "Who was it? Who's what's his name with Nance and Butler Cabin?" Uh, Faldo. Yeah, I don't know why I'm blanking. There was one hole where he's like, uh, 
Oh look, uh, Louie. It was Uth Hazen was playing with the shamble. He's like, oh look, Louie's half his size and he's only ten yards behind him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think whenever do you know the thing DJ does better now, and this is why he's just a way better player, let's say, than Bryson. He's not trying like he's like okay, I'll just hit three wood here. Like he like laid up exactly. He's, he's just in complete control, and I'm not even talking before he had it wrapped up like yesterday a couple times. He is just well, he hits three wood. He's like getting like to a Tiger Phil level cerebral. Like it's. If he gets cerebral, which he kind of is becoming, it's a wrap. I, I thought the coolest moment of the day was after he had won it. The other thing with DJ guy, you never wait for him to hit a shot. It's like go to DJ, boom, he hits. You do wait. You do <laughs> wait is. for him to putt though. Well, he, yeah, because he looks on the side. But but that but that was always his knock. He was a shitty putter. T to green, he is hauling ass. It's just bam, bam, boom. And it's incredible just how smart he is on the shots. When his brother was crying today, that was pretty cool. Because clearly, like, and DJ started crying when, later with a Valionis. Yeah, that was cool, too. He grew up an hour away. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's I, like, it's one thing to be like, I'm going to win the Masters, I'm going to win the Masters. If you grew up an hour away and you're a golfer, how often they talk about the Masters? Like, it probably hit him today. Like, I just won the Masters. Yeah. And I, I think to win the Masters a year after Tiger wins the Masters, meaning Tiger puts the coat on you, takes it to another level. Now, Tiger put the coat on himself one year. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just trying to go back and see all the. So Tiger put it on. Uh, I think Tiger put it on Phil one year. Tiger's put which, it on a lot of people. I mean, he's one of five. Yeah, times. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Tiger put it on Phil. Then Phil put it on him. No, no, no. Sorry. Mike Weir put it on Phil. Then Phil put it on Tiger. Then Tiger put it on Phil. <laughs> Tiger put it on Mike Weir. So Mike Weir has that one. Faldo put it on Tiger. That's right. That was the first one. But I mean, to me, to have to be. To be Dustin's age, like it's one thing to be Mike Weir and have Tiger. Tiger's younger than you. Like even Phil, right? Like Tiger's younger than you. But to be Dustin and have Tiger put the jacket on you. Uh, Are you framing that picture over I your mean, bed? it's an all-time. Well, me, Paulina's got shit there probably. Paulina's coat. Who put Paul, Paulina's jacket was actually kind of sweet. Well, the Adidas, she had Adidas outfit. She looked good. Look, but it was like made out of like Celtics tearaway short pants. You know, it, it was Warm-ups. badass. It was badass. And then she was wearing like some Lululemon spandex. Have those ever been worn at uh, the, the Augusta National? You think she she beelined it pretty fast out there? One Dustin is not a showboat guy. I because I had money on him. I watched every one of his press conferences. I'm like, I want to get to know this guy. Of all the big time athletes, and I've watched way too many press conferences in football and basketball over the years. He is as humble of a guy as like they keep asking, like, are you as good as 17 when you were the number one? He just is not a self-promoter, rah-rah. It's just not his style. Mm-hmm. He's clearly the best golfer going in the world right now. Yeah. And you could argue it's really a sizable margin. Like the only guy who's even close probably is Bryson over the last six months. And Dustin's clearly just better. But he is, he's actually kind of imp- knock on him, he's dumb or whatever. And he's I actually think he's pretty likable. Like p- clearly people like him on tour. He's very just kind of a kind, nice guy. What's this dude? I mean, with- Paulina ran out there tried to stick her tongue down his throat. I know. I mean, she she was I out know. there fast. <laughs> Clearly, the brother wasn't you know in tears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about Dustin's family. You don't ever see his parents around. I know, Paulina. Uh, how about the how about the uh, the tiger moment today? Three balls in the water. A, t- a ten. Which a ten. it? Did you see it on television live? I did. Yeah. Cause I'm watching and I'm watching the tweets. And I'm like, did I just I missed it somehow? I, well, he hits his. I he mean, hits I saw it shot. late. I went back and watched it, but like as it unfolded, he hits, it, he, hits his, he hits the ball in the water. His tee shot. Yeah. He hits his layup in the water. 
He then, because it wants to overcompensate for a second layup, blasted it into the back the backside bunker. Yep. Thins it because that, his that stance, shot was all time. His stance, he fucking hits it right in the water again. Makes a ten. You know that of his next six holes, he birdied five of them. Only because I saw a man to ask him that, say something to him about it afterwards. Hal Sutton had just a fantastic tweet. He said, "Of all, and I just someone retweeted in my timeline of all the things Tiger Woods has done in his career." Today was the greatest lessons of junior golfers out there that he's ever given. And I just think in life, like most people, they had a 10 in that moment. Most golfers, it's like it'd be the equivalent of like giving up three straight touchdowns. Most people just tap out. That finish after the 10 on 12 was self-control at the highest level. Guy, five birdies in the next six holes. Like that's, guy, he could barely, when he got out of the bunker, I'm like, God, is this back going to give? Like he, he couldn't quite find an angle to get out. And then when he picked up his ball, like clearly his back is... I, I, I'm one thing I'm pretty confident of. Dustin's going to win more. That was probably all she wrote for t- oh, 19, that Tiger moment, which was the, I'm glad that moment will live forever, but I don't know. He might win another tournament maybe, but I can't see him win another major man. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, this it would be the only one, one he could probably win. It would have yeah. to be this one, but how does he win it with all these other guys now coming? You know, it could be that the course ends up that we look back and this is, one of the easier well, levels that this D- Dustin played, Dustin right? said that several times so Saturday that, night. He's like, that "This dim- is not normal." Yeah, so that diminishes Tiger's advantage, right? When this course plays easier, it takes away Tiger's advantage. Tiger needs yeah, yeah, this yeah. course to be hard on yeah. other people. Um, but Dustin and Kepka yeah, and these no, guys have played well I when know, it's tough. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really difficult. Um, it needs to be windy, right? That's how we won last year. Now, the wind is what kind of – he missed the wind change is what he said on 12, yeah. and that's why – I couldn't even quite follow his answer. He was like, ah, well, I was trying to left to right, but the wind was right to left, and then I <laughs> and then I pushed it right because I was trying to – like, God, I just try and hit it. I just look at the green and go, try and hit a house. That's what I say to myself. The one thing that now resonates with me that I've always heard people say there, he's like, you can always get cues when you're on the green for the next hole. It's like – you know, because a lot of t- a lot of courses that the average guy plays, me, you, whoever's listening, it's pretty spread out. But there, a lot of tee boxes are like right next to the green, and with the no fans, throughout the weekend, you could they'd be like on the green, and you'd see like the guys behind them putting, or the dude hitting in the water, and it like the other guys walking right by it. It it really is. I, I can't imagine. I, I would love to go one time. It does feel like a very very unique layout that I, I didn't. I couldn't grasp. And I, I mean, I've watched this tournament my entire life, but I thought this weekend was like an, an eye opener to how the course actually is once you're inside the property. Yeah, once you're inside the property. <laughs> I thought listening to it, last thing I'll say about him, I thought listening to him talk about that hole, like you can't feel about it the way he felt about it unless you have like, you know, all the green jackets and all the accomplishments. In a weird way, I feel like it's going to be a memory about that hole that he appreciates. Because he even kind of like, yeah, Ray's Creek got me, and like had this smile, like, like he's gonna. What tell gave that him sh- the major? It gave him the Masters last year. That's right? true. That whole, yeah. But I, I like to me, he there was something about him that made me think he actually kind of appreciates that experience. Like it's gonna be a funny, you know, like most people Tiger deals with have like just crazy shit, like long, weird, winding roads to get to where they got. Tiger was just a prodigy and became great. And then the thing that knocked him off course is not really like a funny story you tell, right? 
Like no. the story about his back and he's got to call his kids to help him up. That's the story he kind of tells. It's like, yeah, it was crazy, but that's like, that was a dark time. Like he, this is just kind of like an easy, like we talked about this a while ago when Kevin Hart was on, Kevin Hart talked about like, I don't like talking to people who things came easy to because they don't have any interesting stories. Like I want to talk to the people who like, you know, worked little, little clubs all throughout the, like, you know, one horse towns and small college, like that, those people have interesting stories. Like what stories do you tell if everything came easy to you? And like, to me, that was just an easy human moment that Tiger, I think, I think watching him talk about it, he appreciates that he had that moment. There's some about Did make that, it easier probably that he birdied five of the last six whole yes, seasons in a good totally. Mood. And it was Sunday, he didn't have to get back out tomorrow. It was just kind of over already. It's not like he was in it all, it, For a split second when he got the 10, it looked like he was like headed toward dead last or yeah. toward the very bottom. Yeah. And he battled right back Did he out. end up finishing ahead of Phil? Uh, yeah, Phil shot 79. Because in that moment, Phil got back ahead of him for a few holes. Yeah, he, then he came storming back. Did you see the stat? I, this is this is one of the crazier stats I've ever seen. Bernhard Longer. Oh. Now, made, obviously made the cut. Irony, he, he played with Bryson today, I think, and Louie. Bernhard's hitting it like 250. I mean, he's like, you. I mean, I, I, I could power by him. <laughs> he, in his first Masters was like 1982. There was a dude in that Masters that was born in 1902. There was a guy, one of the amateurs today, I don't know if it was the, the low am or just one of the four or five guys, was born in 2002. They said he's played in Masters with two guys that are spread apart by 100 years. That's incredible. To me, the, the, the ability for former champs to play as long as you want yep. is pretty unreal. It is. That's, a, that's pretty cool. And I'm good with it. Do you think Tiger's playing in the 60s there? If he's not any good, like if his back, what's just not any good? I mean, is he like he like physically? He's just not the same. And but I mean, Phil's playing, playing there golf forever. Still, yeah, no. Then no. Like to me, Tiger's not playing competitively at fifty-eight. Well, then he's not playing there. Phil's playing competitively in just in terms of age longer. Now, Ty- would Tiger do TV there? I think he would. I think Tiger would do some of that. He doesn't need the money, but I just think he enjoys. I think he likes being around these guys. He'll be the captain of the. He'll, is he the all-time captain of the Ryder Cup team moving forward once he retires? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like who's the captain, not Tiger. V. So VJ withdrew. I'm trying to look at like the next old. Sandy Lyle well, like, went 78-73 with his suspenders. <laughs> I text someone. Sandy Lyle. I don't know where he lives now, but I'm sure he's a member of a Sweet Country Club. 78-73. I I know it was easier. Can you imagine how much, how dominant he is at his local club? Like in his 60s, be able to do, shoot a 73 at the Masters? Like Fred Couples went 77 73. Yeah, but Fred is still on the Champions Tour. He's still a big time player. Like to me, Sandy Lyle is a little older yeah. and not as accomplished. And that guy just got to drub people at his club, right? Like, oh, this guy is what well, this guy won the Masters back in like, I think they the 60s. all know, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Good luck like, out there, do Sandy. Not play Sandy. Every time he plays, he's trying to set break his own course record. So there have been a lot of things this college football season, and we've watched a lot of college football that week to week it's hard to predict. Things change. Who's going to play? Who's not going to play? I think one of the things that was pretty clear very early this in this season is that Michigan don't have it. And, John, Michigan don't have it. It's gotten ugly. Yeah, I mean, they got – I don't even know what the final score was. I mean, at one point in time, it was, I think, 35 to 3. 49 uh, 11. <laughs> uh, now, Wisconsin's the second best team, I'd say, in the conference. 
but they hired Jim Harbaugh to make the playoffs. And I think we gave him a pass those first two or three years. He's going to take some time. The program had been really shitty. It's at the point now where it feels a little bit like it's regressing, though I, I, I give this year a little bit of a pass. But the one thing I saw someone tweet, like I, if if one more person says, oh, wait till Harbaugh gets a quarterback, like he's had seven swings now. And I'm watching college football last night. I'm texting you because you had told me, you're like, this guy at Washington State, Rolovich was taking him to Hawaii. He was a sweet player. Brought him to Washington State. And I tweet about him. You're like, keep an eye on him. I just watch him for the first time. Someone's tweeting at me like, Ohio State was in on that guy. My favorite player in the Pac-12 right now, John, Jaden DeLore. There are quarterbacks everywhere, Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner at Fresno State. You watch college football. There are just solid quarterbacks everywhere. And this guy can't find anybody. Wisconsin, for example, who always has dudes that are like, God, can you imagine if Wisconsin has a quarterback? They now have a quarterback. How can he not find a quarterback, guy? How can he not? And the only conclusion I could come to like late Saturday night was maybe he truly doesn't know about evaluating quarterbacks. Like for as crazy as that sounds, like he inherited Alex Smith, right? He just talked a minute coming. And Trent Baalke was in full control of the personnel, like it or not. He was, but Harbaugh was very involved in that pick, remember? Yeah, but ultimately Kaepernick, you know. He went to Nevada, limitations and flaws. Yeah, Yeah. he he played a role in that, but he's had. And and he wasn't the play caller on offense, right? We see who was the Collins play caller. He's the Ravens play caller, Greg Roman. Yeah, and he's had multiple offensive coordinators there. His offensive coordinator now, remember everyone was, oh, he's coming from Alabama. He's going to be awesome. Like, no, it it doesn't matter. Unless you have a quarterback guy, and I'm not talking about. I mean, you sh- it's Michigan. You should be able to find, like, the Justin Herbert, the Tua, the Justin Fields. But even if you just get – you can't find, like, uh, Anthony Gordon last year at Washington State or, like, Slovis. You can't just find that version in the Northeast. They're, they're everywhere. He can't find any of them. I, I think you're right. I think if they were – like, they were 9-4 and four last year. They were 10 wins before that. That's not what you hired him to do, but it is much better than they had been before he got there. But if they were that and you just – you could see that – and they were – they were really consistently good on offense. Maybe it would feel differently, but this feels like it's it's um, a bottom. There's a chance he gets. Do you think there's a chance he gets fired? I mean, yeah, there's always a chance. The way people are talking about other candidates to me makes me feel like there's something out there. I don't. I mean, I think you. I would understand if they did it because I would understand them looking at it, going, "We think this is ending. What are we waiting for?" It would seem premature to me, though, given that he's got three 10-win seasons in his previous five. This year of all years is just one of my, aside from Harbaugh, college football takes is almost nothing means anything this year. Like, if there's a conference champion with nine wins, fine. Seven wins, fine. But how many games are any of these teams going to play? Over half the SEC had their game. Only four top 10 teams played this weekend. Now, one or two of them was on a bye, but you had all these cancellations. I think there's a Cal played a football game, which they'd had a bunch of guys that were in quarantine on the flight because they didn't get out of quarantine. They were they went to different hotel rooms. They had like a barrier in the back of their plane. And then they rolled off a plane and played a game that had been scheduled on, wait for it, Friday at 9 a.m. Sunday. In other words, I'm not saying everyone just gets a pass. You can't evaluate anything. But Stanford just played a game Saturday. They got their butt kicked. Their quarterback came out of quarantine on Friday or Thursday and got one day of practice. 
So, so much stuff to me is just about, I, I truly, I don't care who wins. And when I say that, I don't mean I'm not paying attention and I'm not excited about it. I just mean what matters is that you play the game and everybody's safe at the end and you made your TV money and, uh, it works out in that way for everybody. But like, to me, if I'm a coach, all I'm thinking about is how do I make sure that when I get to 2021, that like 2020 was really productive for me, that I made my 2021 team better by what we did in 2020, that my quarterback, everyone's getting, it's a free year of eligibility. Everybody gets their money back. This is a money back guarantee season. I mean, it's crazy. So, so Ryan Day, Ryan Day's looking at Justin Fields like, hey, bro, you got we got more time. I know. Man, come back. Now I'm not <laughs> Trevor saying Lawrence, we're, whoever wins the championship, like, we got DJ, take right. your championship. But this year's insane. And if Jim yeah. Harbaugh wasn't a Michigan product and wasn't one of the like pillars of Michigan football, maybe uh, to me this would not be the time to fire to to do. I mean, it's not. He's been below what you wanted, but it's still been better than it was. I think there are a small handful of teams that like Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, who just clearly would have been good no matter what. They're elite right now. They're probably all headed to the playoffs. Florida, not out of nowhere, but it turns out they're the second best team in the SEC and they're kind of in that mix. I think everyone else, Oklahoma lost back-to-back games for the first time in 20 years. Like you're just, I I just don't believe like Oklahoma is losing back-to-back games just in a normal year because they just history would show me they don't. I've watched them pretty consistently with Stoops and Lincoln Riley and it just took them a little time. And then if you do have weird shit going on, Michigan, Penn State guy, I think same record, one and three. Their best player, middle linebacker, pass rusher, kind of this hybrid, he's going to be a top 10 pick, opted out. So right off the bat, a little weird. And then like everyone's like, oh, James Franklin, Harbaugh, got to go. Well, here's what I know about James Franklin. James he's Franklin. won 11 games three of the last four years. Harbaugh, Please. because the it's different on Harbaugh with James Franklin. I think the James Franklin even talk is moronic. Harbaugh has the last couple years kind of been building. The overhyped, overhyped, overhyped. You and I both agree the overhype is fair. But, like, we do who are you upgrading with, one? And two, I do think you need to give him. You went all in for him. He's been productive for you, sending a ton of guys to the league, winning games. Now, their goal is to beat Ohio State. I think history would show you the last, like, 30 years, you don't really beat Ohio State. The Ohio State's a better program than you. It's just a fact. So unless like Urban Meyer's coming to your program, you're just not beating Ohio State well, anytime soon. That, so that to me is somewhat of a problem. I, I'm not a Michigan man. I can imagine deep down like the hardcore boot, like that's got to irk some people. Like why are why is the gap? Once Jim got there and, and Urban had already been there a couple years, right. since Jim's been there, it does feel like the gap has significantly not been bridged, gone the other yeah. way. And it feels like Wisconsin's, Kind of come in too, and, and like mi- we're way better. I mean, Minnesota's, you know, it, Minnesota might not be able to back it up. They might have to kind of. I go do on think a that Wisconsin cycles. kicking your ass now every year because remember last year, big Wisconsin game, they were up like twenty-one nothing at half and was kicking their ass. Yeah. That's two years in a row, Wisconsin and Paul Chris. So it's like okay, Ohio State. I guess I can live with that, but if I'm a Michigan I mean, man, I really can't. But, but but Wisconsin being dramatically better than us right now is a problem. So couple couple things to rattle through. One. It's hard. Maybe game was a Michigan, Michigan too. Would know this. I, you know, the other thing that makes it hard to like just watch a game and then have a conclusion is I don't know. Some I don't know how many players are like 
just not available to a given team. Your team can be completely different week to week right now, just COVID wise. So just that as an aside. But I do think we're now coming up on what is this year six? One, two, three, four, five, six. This gym is not usually in places this long. Well, to me, that's the question. Do people like them on campus? So that's a big part of it, right? <laughs> so there's that. And then the other part of it is what if you're the athletics director at Michigan and you go, how many guys do we think will beat Ohio State? Well, Luke Fickle was there, and Cincinnati's pretty good. And if we don't hire him, somebody else might. Like, I think, like, if you were to, if you, if you have a guy in mind, I would never left the state of Ohio, Ohio State guy born in Columbus. It would be pretty nuts for him to take that job, I think. Even, even if the money's right and everything, like that might just be a job. He's like, that's not on my, I I wouldn't take that job. Yeah, maybe. But, and, and maybe Cincinnati can pay him, maybe. But not at but Michigan. I, but I don't even mean because he's staying at Cincinnati. No, no, I, I just mean You're he saying. just might. It might be a no-fly zone. It might be. I I, I think it probably it is. It might be. But I think if you think you can get would, him. Would Dabo Sweeney have been the head coach at Auburn? Yeah, right? I think I mean, so. I just, it's different animal, though. Would Dabo, where are you in your career? Because Luke Fickle, it yeah, feels you, like, you, is about you, to be able to get whatever job he wants. Well, he can. I, hell, he might be able to get NFL jobs. I, I just... He might be able to, yeah. I, I, I'm not I saying Dabble I don't know Clemson. Luke I'm just saying. I, I, I do think it's pretty crazy when you're a diehard Ohio State guy, you're from there, you're an Ohio guy to take the Michigan job. Yeah. When but, you're already making I, huge money me, and you have options. It's yeah. What are you, It's about what are your options? Like, Dabble wouldn't leave Clemson for Auburn. But what was his job before that? Clemson wide receiver coach or whatever? What was his job before Clemson head coach? Yeah, he, you know, he'd take that. He would have taken the I'm Auburn job if, from there. If Dabo was the equivalent of like, of Cincinnati's coach. See, I don't, I don't, I feel. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't I relate to this. I, I do I know it matters to some th- of these people. It does, but I wouldn't cross them off the list. It's a fair thing to bring up. My point is just with Michigan, I could understand if you said, we got a guy zeroed in, that we think is the guy, and we have to get him now before somebody else does. But you're right. Fickle I, does have I would, I would fire Jim Harbaugh for Luke Fickle. I just don't think that's going to be an option. Because I don't think Luke Fickle, like Harbaugh, I think these guys in certain areas with certain schools, once you get to a certain point in your career, because Luke Fickle now yeah, is option guy. Yeah, he is. He might, and like, like Scott, you saw with Scott Frost when he went to Nebraska, it's just something deep inside you. I'd be surprised what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not possible. Money talks, shit walks. They offer him $50 million. I'm not, it wouldn't be even that crazy. But I'm just saying, I personally will be surprised if Luke Fickle becomes the head coach of Michigan. Well, because then, yeah. like, is it always a talk if Ryan Day ever leaves? Like, is he jumping ship? Is it all fake? It would he, like, be become a, a politician. Yeah. yeah, a lot of guys are. I don't know. I don't. Because the one thing is, though. remember forever. I'd say the biggest one in our life. Like, are you gonna go? Are you gonna go? People forget this was Roy Williams when he was at Kansas. Yeah. But it wasn't like Kansas and North Carolina were like North Carolina and Duke, right? It was just they were separate, even though they were both powers. It'd be like if if Luke, you know. If it was, if we were talking about the Auburn, or you're not Auburn, but LSU job or something, Luke Fickle would be a no-brainer. Or Texas, Luke Fickle, no-brainer. I do think the Michigan thing, like, Roy Williams wouldn't have taken the Duke job, right? You you wouldn't think once you're at Kansas. Now, I'm not saying Cincinnati is Kansas, but you just know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, once you're at a certain a level, you get to be choosy. And you can choose things that are just personal preferences. Yeah. And Michigan, I don't know much about Luke Fickle, but I, he, I like him. I know that. 
Yeah, it just I do think there are people in college football that that take a lot of pride from like a select few group of schools, and it does feel like the Ohio State guys are pretty fucking loyal Ohio State guys. And that Michigan thing is real for them. Same with Michigan, Ohio State. Well, you're just used to being. But on the Ohio the, State's on a higher level. It's like yeah, you you're on leave the top Augusta. tier. Yeah, you're just the cream of the crop. Is it the top? I'd say in our lifetime. That I mean, USC had a Pete Carroll run, but they really just won three national championships in two and a half in three years. I'd say Ohio State and Alabama are the best two we've seen, right, in our 35 years of life. I mean, Ohio State's been legit for 25 straight years. Feels like they could win a national championship literally every year. Yeah. And they and now they they just know they're better in Michigan. Like Michigan is not our opponent, really. There's a team in our conference, our rival, but we kick their ass. Part of creating a rivalry, like it really hasn't been a rivalry. But it's so deep with the hatred that you just enjoy the fact that it's not that that it mat you just know how much it matters to them, how much it hurts them. Yeah, it'd be a huge story. Uh, Cincinnati, it's not. Uh, they could make the playoffs. They could. They definitely could. Because yeah. I, he I doesn't think have they, to leave. No. But to your point, I mean, maybe he is, he does kind of feel like I, I feel like there's been some NFL stuff stuff with him. Like people just it feels like he's he, Scott Frost last year at UCF. Like now is the time. But again, it's Scott Frost. Nebraska came open. Right. Right. If. It took something pretty special for him to leave, and he was adamant that like it wasn't easy. Remember? And I think, don't you think Cincinnati is at a is Cincinnati not at a higher level than UCF? Oh, way oh, okay, higher! They yeah. went to a BCS game with Brian Kelly. Like yeah, their yeah. last couple of coaches have been like, they they're getting legit. No, no, coaches. that's what I thought. I just thought you were yeah. putting them on the same. Like for Frost, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Like if I told you that Ohio State was going to open, he would be the coach. It wouldn't even be a conversation. It was like Nebraska was only going to hire Scott Frost. Ohio State would only hire Luke Fickle. I mean, Fickle's making three and a half. Yeah, so it may get a raise, but I just... I do think from the Ohio State-Michigan thing, he would have to turn into a little bit of a fake because everything in his life has revolved around hating that school. But, I mean, part of being a college football coach is a little bit of being a politician. And once No, I time, think you're Nick right. Saban like, you... I. I just, he didn't go to LSU, but he told LSU to hate Alabama. I, I just think you're right because he's at a place where he'll have more options. But, uh, yeah, he'll have options. Does Harbaugh have options? No, I don't know why people talk about him like he's going to get an NFL job. It's like the the Bears, the Jags, like the Bears. Why would they? What? Jim does. Here's Jim's main problem. He does not have a good reputation working with people. In NFL circles. People think he's nuts. People think he's... So unless an owner's going to hire him, and now the owner wouldn't be as high on him, it would be tough. I just looked up and I saw the uh, torrential rain pour going on in, in uh, New England. Did you see the video of why the Browns game got post... Like, got, just got delayed a little bit? Guy, you, you, you... How much would I have to pay you to move to, like, Berea, Ohio? It was incredible. They, they, there was a People moment. People in the stands, they're getting blown over by hail. While, while you were on national television, I might have had an edible on my couch just watching college football. And the one thing I have nothing but respect for, Eugene, Corvallis, Pullman, and Seattle. It clearly, when it gets to mid-November, like, and you play the night game, the 8 o'clock Pac-12, you see their breath. I mean, it looks it's cold here. It looked way colder there. I said that is the AFC North 
of West Coast football, yeah. that little corridor, yeah. those three, four schools. And a lot of guys at all four programs are from Southern California. And if you went to Oregon or Washington, you had options for sure to go to like Arizona State, UCLA, probably USC, a lot of those guys. I had, Even like Cal, I mean, it's just not as cold. Nothing but respect for those guys playing the cold weather games. But it's not just that. When you're a college football player, you don't get like a four-month break before OTAs. Like you start doing 6 a.m.s like in January. It is way easier to go to 6 a.m.s in January, late January, at UCLA than it is in like Pullman, Washington. I I, I have, I got a shitload of respect for that crew. For all the players that had options to say Southern California and went there. Because that was that game looked cold, guy. Just, you see their breath? Like you, you called a game last night and it was cold. My like, toes were very cold. What was the weather like? 52. 45? Yeah. 52? How about my guy, Jay and Delar, John? Throws for 321 yards. He's from Hawaii. Hey, is that, has yeah. he ever been in weather like this? Ever? You're talking about the Washington State quarterback, yeah, right? Yeah, the Washington State quarterback. Did he? Someone tweeted at me that Ohio State offered him. I didn't Have know. you ever heard I, that? No, I hadn't heard that, but I hadn't really dug into him much. He can, he can sling it. Wouldn't shock he me. They probably it. offer a lot of guys. Now, what does that mean? I don't know, but he's just. I th- I, I, I do think Rolovich has a, has like a little leech in him in the sense of like you got to be a little different cat to win there, and he he can compete it's, there. I it's, I love the fit. They're gonna be. I was texting with some buddies that before we realized Cal. Just who even know? I can't even judge Cal off today, but thank God I didn't put that bet in there. <laughs> I, uh, they're they're gonna be a problem at Washington. State. They are. They definitely are. Which be they've been. They've won like the third under Leach. They'd won like the third most games in the league over like a five year stretch. Yeah, I, I, I don't think. I know people in the conference or whatever hold Leach. You know, look at him differently. Him going when I was in the league and I first went there scouting, that place was a joke. I mean, an absolute joke to compete at that place and really the infrastructure. He left this guy right. Oh yeah, the, now they've got him. a really nice facility. Yeah, situation. but just like the, the standard there, competing, bowl games, winning, beating. Like they, they don't go like, we got no chance against Oregon. I'll never forget my first year scouting the West Coast. The, like Leach's first year, they played Chip Kelly had just an unreal team. I think the score was like 40 to nothing in the first quarter. Like it was just like, what are, and they could just go to Oregon or play with Oregon and just like be respectable. Like yeah. that's, that's an incredible accomplishment because how many players on Washington State's roster would get offered a scholarship for Oregon. Not many. Not many. They're offensive. They got and some... to me, Leach, Leach set that tone. Yeah. And this guy has the opportunity to maybe take it to the next level or just maintain it. Just got, if he fun. beats Washington, it'll like they'll feel like he took it to the next level. Did he never beat Washington? Leach, I mean, Jimmy Lake would openly mock. Yeah. I'd say, but, hey, Jimmy Lake, let's let's pump the brakes. Well, he was a defensive quarter. He'd just be like, yeah, they can't beat oh, I know well. what they're going to do. They're not going to beat us. Like, that's just okay, what he would say true. every year. I thought I watched some of that Oregon State Washington game. They, Oregon State's not bad. I guess they're actually much better than they've than historically. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying that they've been the last like three or four years. Like Oregon State is a competitive team, but the, the Pac-12 North is really good. Pac-12 North is good. The uh, you had the you almost bet on which game? The Cal game? No, oh, I remember I was going to bet yeah, Cal yeah. to win the conference. Yeah. Colorado two. But then once they delayed stuff, I'm just like I'm out. No, it's smart. And I'd already be screwed, right? Because I don't even know what like you get that your money. Ca- yeah. that, that counted today. I, no, you ain't getting your money back. Yeah, I promise you that much. All right. Uh, on that note, Bears, Vikings, Monday Night Football, John. Quick take, mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. Yep. Nagy gave up play calling to Bill Lazor. 
the Bears have played very, very well against Kirk Cousins because unlike some of these quarterbacks they've been playing, he can't move. I, I put a couple hundred bucks down on this game. Money line is like plus one fifty. It's not the Vikings. Let's. They shouldn't be. They're at home. They're huge. The Bears are an underdog right now. Are they really? I, just, I think this this has gotten to the point where everyone thinks the Bears suck. I took a money line plus one fifty. You know, I like that just because I've because well, Dalvin Cook ain't running for a buck fifty. I've just seen them enough to know they 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 have some lows, but they can just they can beat a team. Like I'm not Minnesota. saying the Bears are going to win. I'm no, just saying it's pretty not. good value. Pretty good value. I've just seen them surprise too many times to count them out. The Vikings. No, the Bears. This year, when I thought like no way, and they've had some duds. Don't get me wrong, but early in the year in particular, we're just they would just make some shit happen. My guy Nagy, you give up your play calling, and they're like, "Well, what are we hiring you for?" Just you know, uh, pro model. <laughs> this is the pro model I'm going to oversee. Do you like swing swords and stuff like the Harbaugh's do, or do sweet press conferences like Tom? Anybody, no, anytime, any place. Well, actually, we just hand you your schedule, so it doesn't really matter about guy. that. Wait, you're not calling plays anymore. I can see why you don't want to give that up because then people start going like, why are we paying this guy $7 million? Yeah, It's like, well, he did hire like That's why to me, if I'm coaches. him, if we win the game, I got something cool in the locker room. Like I'm bringing like a... Like, like a stand-up comedian? Like a big wolf. No, just like a wolf. You know, just something. Or like pregame. Like walk in with just a sword. Or you got... Because now you got to like, you're just CEO right, guy. Right, you're hype guy. Harbaugh loves that shit. He'll like walk in with like a, a weapon and be like, guys, I don't have a bullet, but... I'd use the butt By the of way, this. You know, you just did you, you got to start thinking outside the box. Did you see the Oregon State chainsaw, the turnover chainsaw that they've? I think they've had it for. Is a that a real chainsaw? Now. Well, the chain. There's no chain, but yeah, it's, okay. I think it's got gas in it because there's smoke coming. But you out. could fire it up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't hate uh, it. It's, some of this stuff is crazy. I do think you got to let the guys have some. Just well, her, I, so I, like I remember hearing. I think Herm told me the story. Like his first game, remember they had like a like a big barbell on the sideline. Like, you get a turnover, you come, you start doing curls. And Herm was like, get that, put that back in the weight room where it belongs. Like, get that off my sideline. If it falls on someone's feet or something. I just something. think he thought, he thinks it's dumb. He just hates yeah. it. <laughs> well, it's not an NFL thing. No. The NFL thing, and you pointed this out, smartest thing they ever did is put that little camera there. Oh, All the great. guys run right to it. The Zoomers is like a zone to it, zoom. guys. They just have fun. Just happy. They sprint to it. They get all their friends. They corral like guys on the sideline. Did you see the highlight of Lane Kiffin last night? Throwing his clipboard? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty like, good. I, I thought, I, I think Lane has become pretty enjoyable. I never thought Absolutely. he would get this far. I give him credit for kind of growing into his own. He got, I think he got just guy, the guy fired. Uh, what's his name? Muschamp. He beat him last Muschamp night. Muschamp got, got fired? fired. Yeah, while we're recording this. Oh, wow. Parted ways. Parted ways. Someone's like he's been paid twenty million dollars to leave <laughs> to different programs. Ways. It's like, yeah, people like him. <laughs> you know, got to look sweet. Highlight. Okay. All right. On that note, peace. Later. See you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.